Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Do you know what? I had a premonition yeah. the other night, when I, well, after the, the day after I put the title post out, yeah. that we were going to be um, pitching Return of the Jedi. Ah, someone did give us that, right? <laughs> so it was only arbitrary whether you chose it. Yeah, yeah. It was... I was like, which one is more universally loved? <laughs> Listeners, we're going to be re-pitching your favourite movies. Yes. Um, and, and it might doesn't have to be your favourite, mm. um, but we have put out a... Inspired by Zack Snyder and his Snyder cut, we have... Des- we realised along with the rest of the world, mm. that if you don't like a movie, you can just go back and do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I hope they do that with Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh... But, like, Empire Strikes Back... Right, the reason I think that you made the right choice here, yeah. Return of the Jedi, I love because um, we could just have it like, oh, sorry, we were on break. Um, yeah. And they just come back. Yeah. But the, the reason I like um, uh, Empire Strikes Back is because it doesn't make any reference to anything specifically Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. The Roman <laughs> Empire comes back to Star Wars. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're going to want to keep listening for our honourable mentions to see if we destroy your movie. <laughs> yes, so uh, Fingers to Hand gave us the Star, uh, gave us the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back um, <laughs> Thanks, on fingers. Twitter. Uh, thank you. For giving us that title, uh, fingers on Twitter, you can find us at Life's a Pitch Show on there and Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Just to give us titles when we put it out, we put out a genre post every week. That's how Fingers to Hand got in touch with us to give us the Empire Strikes Back, pretty much. So yeah, yeah look out for those followers on there if you're listening. Um, so as Matt said, we're going to get on with some honourable mentions. Yes, this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us and, uh, and pitch what those would be as well. So from James Delaney and Anthony Wilson, both on Facebook. We've got Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah. Okay. Now I know you're a fan of Green Lantern. Aren't I you? like the. I, I I like DC Comics sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, Good lord. I wouldn't say I have read a lot of Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a space cops yeah. thing. It, I think it's someone else I'm thinking of it's who kind of, likes Green Lantern. It's kind of Captain Marvel-esque, but without much of the charisma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, so, so what you're saying is... What you're saying is it's Captain Marvel with less charisma. <laughs> hey, Carol Danvers in the comics has got a, a bit of charisma. Yeah, let's just let's, let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a fan. Yeah. I like like the thing is, right, with Carol Danvers, right? Yeah. Fucking love the character design and yeah. the concepts. Mm. Um <laughs> just a very sort of she's just a Air Force pilot. She's, she's a bit blue jeans American. Isn't yeah, she? yeah, yeah. And uh and again, like uh Brie Larson is very good in that role. Yeah. Uh <laughs> However, I think she was done dirty by the script, really. Sure, yeah. Because um, but... it's it's a great movie. It's just not 
not perfect. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, but Green Lantern, of course, a perfect movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, the the Ryan Reynolds, yeah, Taika Waititi yeah. movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, man, Green Lantern though, uh, what would you what? If you had to completely... Because this is why I think I'm only going off the title because I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Um, what? How would you reinterpret Green Lantern? Maybe we, we, we still keep it a superhero. Well, this is this is beautiful, this. Yeah. Because we can pitch a superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, but just reinterpret the powers of Green Lantern. Well, this is the thing. We, we can pitch a superhero movie yeah. like they did in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm. where... You kind of get what the source material is, but you've no fucking clue <laughs> what any what any of the fans really want to see. Yeah. So it's like like Spider Man, where it's like it's not really based on on the source material, <laughs> really, is it? And uh... <laughs> all right. So who, if you were like you didn't really understand comics fans, hmm. and you had you were given a a, a, a Green Lantern franchise to make with you you're an established filmmaker yeah you're given the green lantern thing because they're like i like that person's films just give them a title one of our six a dc executive says i like that person's films we've got like ten thousand superheroes just give him one let's see what happens yeah 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 um, um what, what do you then you haven't read it you don't have time to no read no them. well because i'm an established filmmaker yeah like, basically i'm gonna ask you yeah comic book fan yeah what is Green Lantern all about? Oh, right. He's a space cop who is in, on Earth. Um, a person on Earth is either chosen or uh, finds a ring that can make him project energy into various shapes. It can make him fly and it can make him make like uh, a big, almost like a, a big bubble is coming out of his ring. Uh, like light will project and it'll turn into a hammer or a gun or a train. You've not meant. You've mentioned three objects there. None of them are fucking lanterns. No, because the 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 thing is, he's got a lantern on his on the chest of his thing because the green lantern is a is an artifact in space that he can fly through. Um, that he recharges his um, uh, that he recharges his ring from. The green lantern is a symbol of the organization of the green lanterns. You see, right? Okay. And this person who the green lantern follows is the green lantern of Earth. I've I've taken about fifty percent of that. Yeah. Um, what I'm gonna say it's is... so what I'm like it's dubious. Easy rewrite. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. When I think of Green Lanterns, yeah. I always think of the green light at the end of the pier in the Great Gatsby, which okay. represents sort of wealth, money, the American dream. Do you know what I the think unattainable of? American dream? You no, know what I think of. Yeah. Go. Go. Also, yeah. That's that's what I think of on as well. Crossing. Means good, means great, stands for money, that's the colour of money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. There's money in it. So, what's the main guy's name? What's his name? Uh, I can't even remember. Um So we we're gonna rename him is is um... uh, Budget McDingus. Yeah, Budget McDingus. Like yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Uh, who we get who we cast in as a superhero. Um who's who's Who the... feels almost like a superhero but not? Um well, Marvel already took him. Who? Oh, Hawkeye. Okay. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy it's Renner. It's fine. It's fine. Actually, yeah, you know what? If Jer- Ryan Reynolds can be two two superheroes, so can so can Jeremy Renner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Budget McDingus. Budget McDingus. Yeah. Right. Right. He is. Uh, he's living in a commune. 
Is he? A okay. hippie commune. I see where he's He's off going. grid. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly, from space, he's hit by the, like you said, a ring. Yeah. A ring smashes into, into this farmland. Okay, one edit. Yeah. He's at a, um, uh, he's at a crossing. Yeah. Right? He's like, uh, you know, he's got someone in, in, in the passenger seat, mm. right? Um, and they're they're going from the commune to go and get some seeds or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and some going to the local co-op. They're going to go and find some hemp. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and there's a crossing, mm. right? And the lights are red, yeah. and then it goes to yellow, and the person's like, "Come on, let's go." Yeah. And then the, he's like, oh, "No, no, 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 you got to wait." And then no, 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 you got to wait. He says, "Jeremy Renner's voice." Yeah, yeah. No, you got to wait. And then the green light goes, and he's like, "Come, come on." And he's like, no, 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 you can see that the car's coming, there's a car coming, I don't want to go yet. So anyway, he's waiting, 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 suddenly from space, yeah, in a crater on the passenger seat yeah. of his car, <laughs> rips in half the car, he's yeah. sat there clutching the steering wheel. I don't want to go! <laughs> and because, because he hesitated, yeah. that... Killed whoever was in his passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, it's a person played by um, I'm gonna say who have I watched? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say who'd already cast. I've never thought about casting Nicole Kidman. But <laughs> let's go with that. Nicole Kidman. We um, get her in for five minutes of this movie. She's dead. And you know what that means, Tom? Yeah. She's gonna be the main villain of this film. Okay. Right. <laughs> so so he gets this green ring yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's in the crater. He goes and finds out what it is and it attaches himself itself to him like the mask in the mask yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, and suddenly yeah. he gets to that gets back to that commune and is like yeah. what am I doing what am I doing this is this is not what life is about Tom, do the voice this is not what life is about <laughs> thank you <laughs> life is about making money and progressing the economy <laughs> If you're not making, if you're not making utility, you're not, you're, you shouldn't exist. <laughs> so, so he destroys, destroys the commune. Yeah. Murders everyone in He's it. He's a free market champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heads off to Wall Street, where he's got magical money making yeah, powers. We could, have, we should have cast Ben Shapiro, shouldn't we? <laughs> Well, he, he's the he's he does the, have uh, that voice. <laughs> he's the comic relief best friend. Yeah, <laughs> the Ben Shapiro, yeah. the comic relief best yeah. friend in this Green Lantern movie. He is a fucking joker. And uh, and and like I th- I think the sort of film ends with him sort of making his way up Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> and there's this Green Lantern at the top of Wall Street, yeah. like that he's shining, just like I am a beacon of capitalism. <laughs> and as he does that, the the, the skyscraper grows and grows and grows and grows until he's in space yeah right and uh he's up there and like you know you can see we cut to another planet where through a telescope a a space telescope an alien is looking like look at that someone on earth has finally shown some initiative (laughs) Um, in brightest day in darkest (laughs) night no investment opportunity shall escape my sight and he's doing that and as he does so all the people who are in the top floors of of, of Wall, the walls, this Wall Street skyscraper, yeah. are suffocating because they're in <laughs> they're in space now. They're all dying and turning yeah. blue. And he's like, "You can't breathe. You can't breathe in space. Mm, sounds like survival of the fittest to me." 
<laughs> yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah. Nicole Kidman is the bad guy. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> uh, what does she do <laughs> to be the bad She's like a ghost. She tries to uh, bring him back to, to, <laughs> to being a hippie yeah. by pleading the case for all these people. Yeah. Uh, she's like there basically a superhero but cast in a terrible light this this magic ghost trying to save lives this is like if if we gave the green lantern to Anne Rand <laughs> yeah there you go that was the green lantern <laughs> starring Jeremy Renner love it so uh, from Captain Eden and Phil Walters uh, we've got no country for old men <laughs> Now, this is one I know you've not seen. Absolutely it is. And until a few months ago, I had not seen it myself. Either. Okay. Um, it's a very, very good movie. All right. Very slow-paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Deakins, cinematographer, is sure. doing the best work yeah. he'd done up until that point. Yeah. I mean, every bit of work he does is incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Coen Brothers doing a very slow, not sort of Coen Brothers-y film. Yeah. But it's it's pretty good. I, I couldn't really tell you what happens in it. Um, it's, it's that slow. Well, it's, neither could I. So that's we're yeah, in the same place. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to leave this to you to sort of come up with an idea and then we'll... we'll... Okay. Well, uh, here's the thing I'm going to avoid. Hmm. Logan's Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, very good... Uh... <laughs> I'm just going to avoid yeah. re- reprising the plot of Lo- Ro- Logan's Run and saying this isn't a country for old men. Yeah, <laughs> Logan's um, Run. Yeah. They, they get taken to the dome at forty or something, don't they? And then, and then it's like a paradise apparently, but it, they just get killed. Yeah, they just yeah, yeah. They get murdered. Um, but uh, like, yeah, we're not saying that like, oh, you can't you can't be in in this country for an old man. No, 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 no. Mm. This is going to star, I think, uh, Tom Baker. Okay. Um, and uh, he's called uh, I don't know um, slide slide parameter. He's called <laughs> slide a, parameter. A, a name stolen from an N sixty four Star Wars pod racing game. Yeah, um, now available on the Switch. Yes, it is. Um, he's called Slide Parameter, and um, he uh, he's a he's a guitarist. Yeah, um, Tom Baker. Yeah, he's a guitarist, a guitarist and yeah. he's like you know he really he's he's. He nearly hit the charts yeah. back in um, uh, back in the uh, back in the day yeah. with his guitar playing. You know, he's, he's played slide guitar. Yeah, that's why it's called slide parameter. Um, and then he's 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 drinking himself into oblivion yeah. in a bar when in walks Johnny Cash. Oh, right. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Johnny Cash he's not playing Johnny Cash the performer yeah, he's, he's playing he's... A, 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 an actor who has a, a, like also similar substance abuse problems yeah um, and is also kind of down, down and out his name is Sebulba yeah yeah his name is Sebulba Sebulba um, Lockstep yeah and um, uh, so the, the two of them get talking right yeah and they like I think what happens is they're, they're drinking at this bar, like ch- ch- chucking them back, right? And they're both getting pretty drunk. And then this battle of the bands sort of practice kids oh. teen band starts coming up, and they're like, "Oh, finally, there's good, good to see there's a." Uh, and 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 this is how Tom Baker speaks. He's like, "Yeah, oh, good to see that there's a. Oh, very nice. It's nice <laughs> to see that the new generation are going to be playing music, and yeah. uh, I think it's wonderful." <laughs> um, 
And uh, it's basically how he has the voice of that statue from Labyrinth that goes, oh, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't I said it in such a long time. And, <laughs> just, just Alan Bennett. Yeah, kind of yeah. an Alan Bennett vibe. And yeah. he's like, oh, it's nice to see that the next generation are going to be playing good music. And they get out of their guitars, right? Yeah. And then they, and then they plug them into these stands, right? And and they start putting like exposing circuitry and pulling them apart. What? Right? And they're like <laughs> doing future music. Oh. Right? Like uh, what's it called? The uh Electronicos Fantasticos. Exactly, yeah, they're getting on YouTube. They're getting fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're just uh, they're just getting mics putting them to fans yeah. and then just <laughs> moving up and down watch these guys on YouTube by the way Electronicos <laughs> Fast- Fantasticos I think it is yeah something yeah. like that yeah. they're incredible they are so good um, like using barcode scanners to, yeah. to make oscillators work oh. it's amazing but um, when we actually you know what in a long tradition, we will star, we'll kind of guest star them. Yeah. Sort of their their own stage, mm. and they're like, "Ah, oh, there's no place for us." And Johnny Cash <laughs> says, uh, "Yeah, there's uh, there we we sure aren't making any uh, any headway here. Uh, mm. We're at we're down and out, and it's the end for us. I'm gonna go and." throw myself off a bridge <laughs> there's no country for old men <laughs> he says yeah and uh and and he's like <laughs> wait a minute says tom breaker <laughs> wait a minute what if there was a new country for old men <laughs> and they they wait until after the gig yeah and they steal all those uh, instruments ah oh. right because um, they go uh, you know what you know it's not that it's that um like Tom Baker's got this idea, right? Yeah. They wait outside. They wait in the bar for this band to finish, and then go and talk to them to try and convince them that they, you know, they like, you know, like musicians do. Old musicians do. If you ever played a gig, and like you play, if you play a decent enough gig, someone who was once in a band will come up to you and say, "Oh yeah, I used to play things like that." Uh, you know, like, oh yeah, totally. And they, they'll be wearing a leather jacket, and yeah. and and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I, I remember back in." And it's like. All right, like I get it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just no, like I've, that. I, I've been approached uh, for gig spots by people like that. <laughs> yeah, because I used to, I used to sort of part run a venue yeah, for a yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I know, I, I exactly know the type. Met, I met a lot of them doing uh, doing sound engineering. So yeah. uh, <laughs> they they'd always come up behind me while I was trying to trying to uh, take a gig, and they'd be like talking to me while I'm really really scared that I won't ruin someone's gig. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, they, they they do that basically. They go and talk to the band, mm. and um, they 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 basically like they try and convince them to play like, oh, can I have a go on your your your, on your, your, your whiz guitar? <laughs> on, on your guitar that's made from an old television. That looks a little bit like a like a slide guitar, like I play. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just slide your fingers up and down the the, the CRT screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me of the old days. <laughs> and uh, they're like, okay, yeah, bye. Yeah. Um, and then so they're like, well, fuck these guys. We're stealing all their equipment. They wait outside and pretend to be roadies and just <laughs> steal all of their stuff. Johnny Cash gets a knife out, and stabs them all. <laughs> And, and then they they're on the run from the police yeah. while playing gigs across <laughs> they hide the 
bodies of this brand new band and pretend to be this like new like they're, they're pretending to be 20 23 years old and like <laughs> putting their hair up in man buns and I guess like this this policeman stops them and goes oh, I've heard of you guys you're from uh, you're from Japan you don't look very Japanese <laughs> and something is like Konnichiwa. <laughs> We're uh, uh, second generation immigrants. <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Ja matane. And Johnny Cash is like, "We're not playing a matinee. What is this?" <laughs> so, um, I... and then stabs the policeman in the in the throat with the same knife. And in the van, yeah. they've got just bodies piling up. Yes. <laughs> they just like Johnny Cash is going on a killing spree. Yeah. Tom Baker is fine with it. <laughs> like he's not saying anything. Yeah, like yeah. like he's watching these murders happen yeah. and not saying a thing. Cuz he's getting the fame and he, because people are start, are still digging the music yeah. even as he plays like a slide guitar solo over it. Yeah, yeah. He's like playing just like traditional country stuff over the top of just the hum of these malfunctioning instruments. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and one gig, right, it, it comes to a head. One gig, the the whole crowd is like waiting for Electronicos Fantasticos to come on and they're like, and when they start playing, they're like, boo, boo. So Johnny Cash gets his knife out and stabs everyone. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, when this film comes to a head, yeah. right, it's because a they play a gig um, that goes down pretty well. Hmm. And then a group of like fans come up to them. Yeah. Right. And they they're like, oh yeah, oh oh, you're bringing champagne. All right, no problem. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, have a drink and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about music. And uh. they're just enjoying the star thing. As soon as they get backstage, um, behind closed doors, the this group of eighteen year olds get out knives. Oh. And just basically either they stab Johnny Cash and Tom Baker <laughs> yeah. to death and take their place in Electronicos Fantasticos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or they tie them up and just leave them behind and assume their identities again. <laughs> I, I I think I think they they get stabbed because yeah. that's that, that's how it ends it's that's like the cycle there is no country for yeah, old men there is no there. you can't bring things back you can only pretend to be what what is expected of you yeah yeah and you've at the end of the day you've got to realize there is no country for old even men even people who are new now yeah are going to be old uh, eventually and will be usurped by you know those 23 year olds were due to be usurped by those 18 year olds yeah right even if Electronicos Fantasticos had, hadn't been t- taken over by Tom Baker and Johnny Cash, yeah. they would have died at the hands of these 18-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. And that's just, that's, that's, that's no country for old men. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> there is no country for old men. Yeah. It, the, the narrator keeps saying it at the <laughs> end. He keeps saying it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, it's Shia LaBeouf while the credits are rolling, just yeah. going, there is no country for old men. There is no country for old men. <laughs> So uh, thank you for that title, Captain Eden and Phil Walters. Uh, so those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us those films to sort of repitch. Yes. And uh, and hopefully and hopefully we've not ruined uh, those those no. memories of we've, those classic movies. We've made them better. Yeah, we definitely made them better. Improve, punched them up, as they say. Yeah, yeah. We punched them into submission. Yeah. 
we have we have needed these uh, these film plots. And... We have punched, kicked, <laughs> arm wrestled, screamed at, nuggied yeah. these nuggied. these scripts <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We've we've script doctored these scripts. If we were a, if we were a doctor from the 1600s, yeah, I, I would say we've script doctored these scripts in the same way that Harold Shipman would have. <laughs> Or am I like just applied leeches? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, as I said before, if you want to give us titles, uh, when we ask for different genres every week to give uh, to give us those titles on our social media, so uh, there's a facebook.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show as well. Give us a follow there, give us a like. That's the way to interact with us as well. Yeah, so absolutely. If you, if you just said, oh, I really like the show, let us know. Absolutely. So we now move on to our final major pitch from fingers to hand. Can't wait. We've been given The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> okay. So uh, for, we... those, for those of you who may not know, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it's a Star Wars movie. It's a Star Wars movie. And That's what you need to know. It's widely regarded as the best Star Wars movie. Sure, absolutely. And we are st- we are sticking with the events of A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Because weirdly, there yeah. is an alternate version of The Empire Strikes Back. Sure, okay. Called Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which right. is a book written by, I think, Alan Dean Foster. Okay. Um, just in case they didn't get the money to make a sequel. Gotcha. Um, it's good to be prepared like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and it was it, it didn't really sort of involve Han Solo because yeah. they knew if they were going to make a movie out of this, they weren't ever going to get uh, Harrison Ford back. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's just happened at the end of a new at the start of uh, Empire Strikes Back? So, like, well, I should say, what's just happened at the end of a New Hope? So, the Death Star is blown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rebels have have won. <clears throat> they've they've killed Grand Moff Tarkin. Okay. Um, Darth Vader is flying off into space somewhere. Zoomed off. He's using um, what will eventually become the the Leia maneuver. <laughs> to zoom in through space. Zoom in through space. Jet boots. Yeah. <laughs> with his jet boots. Yeah. Yeah. He's using the Force mm. and his jet boots. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's off somewhere. Yeah, uh, blasted by Han Solo. Yeah, at the end, at the end there. Um, I think that's that's sort of it. Like the rebels have won. Yeah, there's no real sort of like involvement at that point. We can do whatever yeah, we want. We can blank canvas. We can do whatever we want. So I'm thinking we approach this with the fact that everyone, including the Emperor, was on that Death Star. Yes, the entire Empire was on that Death Star, yeah. apart from Darth Vader. <laughs> So here's here's something, right? Yeah. Previous to A New Hope, mm. we had the rise of the Empire. Yeah. Right? Um, that is... Uh, uh, we don't know because no, no other movies have come out yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know, but what we do know is that a, a de- democratic system fell. Yeah. And up came the Empire. Yeah. Right? And now yeah. the, someone struck at the Empire... Someone's hit at the Empire by blowing up the Death Star. Yeah. And now it's... The it, Empire strikes back. The Empire back. is going to strike back. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of this not being a literal strike, but a workers' strike. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Darth Vader, right, yeah. 
has has gone back to the Empire base. <laughs> yeah. Like like the the Empire's uh the, where the Emperor lives, yeah. I think. Because the majority of the Empire was on the Death Star. Sure. Well, like, that was that was certainly the focus of its power. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and now it's it's back on this on this planet. It was how they meant to keep peace in the galaxy. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm thinking we really sort of hammer home the sort of sci-fi fantasy and have that volcano layer that yeah, Darth Vader okay. has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where the Emperor's living. Um and uh, and he's like uh, he's like uh, we we need to uh, we need to we need to get our, our workforce back in line <laughs> because the Alderaan uh, gesture didn't really work. No. Uh, he says, <laughs> "Why does he have that voice?" The Alderaan uh, gesture didn't. Uh, it was it's... because that's because we've recast him as William Shatner. Yes, of course, of course. Because we couldn't get <laughs> we couldn't get <laughs> David Earl... Prowse, James Earl Jones. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. It's Shatner in body and in <laughs> and, voice. And in voice yeah. yeah, yeah. And because it's Shatner, he doesn't want to wear that helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's got the hat off. <laughs> he's just got. He's got the, the 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 most he'd go to was a harmonica. <laughs> harmonica in the, on those like in, the, in that kind of Dick Van Dyke one man band way with those little, little sort of... <laughs> yeah yeah oh oh what I really want to make this so poster walks... and get a lot of people really angry so he walks into so he walks into the uh, emperor's office yeah he's <laughs> got the full one man band yeah that's the new <laughs> You know Darth Vader's coming down a corridor when you can hear the drum and cymbals going. Is that just as iconic? Yeah. I mean, this is the film that, that made Darth Vader an, an icon, icon yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. this is the this is the The Empire Strikes Back was the first film that used a da 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 exactly, da, 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 and it's <laughs> boom. That's what we're replacing for this. Um, so he goes to the Emperor and goes, right, that Death Star had a weakness. <laughs> and that weakness was that one, that the, the work at that time we had a worker's strike. Yeah. They didn't bother to put something over that exhaust port. Yeah, that, well, this is it, right? He's like, it had all kinds of safety issues. Yeah. I was trying to run a Death Star and all my employees kept dying. Yeah. No railings. <laughs> no safety rail. Like, why do you think that that, that bloody vent didn't... He says, sorry, he says, why do you think that bloody vent didn't get covered over? Because I couldn't get the people to do it because they were on strike. Which but- is a plot hole completely explained. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No need to no need to go back and do Rogue One now. No. Exactly. <laughs> Another beloved Star Wars movie. Exactly. A lot of people say it's it's the best <laughs> one of the new ones. I disagree with them. <laughs> but here we are. Um so we don't need that movie. Yeah. Like we we're cutting out a lot of stuff here that, sure, easy. that, that we don't need anymore. This is gonna like, be a half an hour movie. Bam bam bam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. right, that's the empire's sort of thing now, isn't it? Yeah. Like the empire's gone on strike. They're trying to quash workers' strikes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, the Emperor's trying to... Darth Vader's like a, a beleaguered middle manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think now we cut back to Luke Skywalker. Well, um, before we do that... Yeah. Right. Um, no, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one. Carry on, Tom. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker, yeah. and uh, who's played by... Uh, let's see who would be good as Luke Skywalker because we've got Alden Ehrenreich and uh, Macaulay Solo. Culkin Macaulay Culkin yeah Macaulay Culkin now yeah yeah Macaulay Culkin now and Princess Leia Princess Leia uh, Scarlett Johansson Scarlett Johansson of course and Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo cool. because he's he's really yeah. good in Solo sure which is a film that doesn't exist yet but here we are don't worry about it uh, don't worry about it it's fine it's fine There's just been, go with us on this it's, it's right we're approaching this now as if A New Hope came out and it was like Blade Runner there'd been no sequel <laughs> for like 50 years um so uh, they are on. Uh, they're on Hoth, yep. the snow planet, mm-hmm. um, and I'm thinking it just sort of plays out like it does in the film. Sure. Um, there's a because uh, they'd be they'd be trying to incite these strikes, right? They'd be yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to trying to militarize all the workers in the empire. Yeah. But this is Hoth is a holdout place run by someone I'm going to call. Um, uh, Jembo Randos. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. I love your Star Wars names. Yeah, Jembo uh, Randos is going to no. Plembo Randos. <laughs> it doesn't sound it doesn't sound right until you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plembo Randos is um, basically our version of Ayn Rand in this. Okay, right. Just completely squashing workers all over the place, and yeah. they they're out of fear. They're fighting for the Empire. Right. Okay. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Is she, is she the rebel leader, or is she the Anne Rand? Plem- Plembo Ran- Randos yeah. is this is is who's in control on Hoth? Okay, of right. the Empire forces on Hoth. Okay, right. And, so... and Luke and Leia are there, being like, "You should unionize." <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like the the Battle of Hoth goes off. We yeah. use footage from the actual exactly, film. Exactly. Perfect. Um, yeah. When Luke crashes and and goes up that attack, yeah, he he smacks it open with his lightsaber. Uh, and then climbs up aboard and goes, do you think, right, you guys, right, do you think you're being paid enough for this? Are these acceptable working conditions? <laughs> you are a hundred feet above the ground. <laughs> There's a hole in the bottom of this. <laughs> you're on things that can be taken down with rope. <laughs> with rope. I tripped, look over there. I tripped that one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> says says Macaulay Culkin as yeah. Luke Skywalker uh, I tripped that one up when I saw the schematics of these things I went <laughs> smacks his cheeks yeah. together like Home Alone yeah. and um, and yeah I, th- I think he turns them against the Empire yeah. and it's, 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 it's that's, <laughs> that's how they win half a mess it's taking the excitement out <laughs> yeah. of Star Wars <laughs> and um, I think he's uh, he gets a vision from everyone Kenobi saying you should go to uh, you should go visit this green man yep. on a swamp planet. He's called um, he's called uh, Yarl Marks. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's just Yoda. It's just Yoda, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, a bit more of a beard. Yeah. <laughs> a big bushy beard. Yoda with a big bushy beard. Yeah. You know, there you go. And uh, meanwhile, Han Solo and... Uh, <laughs> Solo and Princess Leia, they're, they're flying away, trying to get away from the Empire. Yeah. Who... who we sort of see the Star Destroyers going after him and uh, and they're trying to catch him and it's just like, God, we don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> like, we nearly crashed into that other one. <laughs> yeah, we've got to do it. I mean, what, where else are you going to find employment? Yeah, where else are you going to find employment? In, yeah. this, in this galaxy. In the outer rim. Yeah. <laughs> in this galaxy of billions. <laughs> All the jobs are taken. Yeah, all the jobs are gone. Yeah. They're, they're all gone. Like, the, the Empire, very, very good at uh, employment there rights. Are, there are octopus people doing all the ship repairs on that water planet. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, everywhere's got their stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? I Those mean, humans... there's arguably a little bit of work um, to be done, you know, fishing on Naboo. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in the centre of Naboo. Big holes down there. Big it's holes. It's dangerous work, just the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, they've got a union. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's pretty peaceful on Naboo, isn't it? Have you? Have, have you seen the Gungan fishing rods that go all the way through the planet? <laughs> you know, they got it. They they get they get a bloody sandworm. Yeah, <laughs> and they put it on the end of a big hook, yeah. and then reel it through the entire planet because there's always a bigger fish, and yeah. they they throw it back because they're like, "There's a bigger fish down there." I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah, they get a big sandworm from Dune. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what unions do, says says one of them who's like a real loyalist. Yeah. <laughs> he says, That's what unions do. They they think yeah. that they because there's always a bigger fish down there, they all keep throwing them back. Sort of like like just be happy in your job. Just yeah. be happy you've got one. Yeah. Because you could always be a Gungan. Yeah, you could always be a Gungan fisherman. Yeah. Fishing stuff up and then throwing yeah. it back into the center. At least of this the, way we get into space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and isn't it exciting going after that Millennium Falcon? What, do you want to be cleaning out the poo from those Gungan shield cows? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, Remember exactly. those? Yeah, those <laughs> giant Gungan shield poos. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's shield cows that carry the big drums that do shields. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. How do the Gungans have them? They, they live underwater. Yeah, nobody knows. Those, those look very much like ground-based animals they to me. They do, they do indeed. Never mind, let's yeah, continue with The Empire Strikes Back. So Luke Skywalker lands on, on the swamp planet where he meets Yoda Marks. Yeah, 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 yeah uh, Jarl Marks. Jarl Marks. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we don't think it's him first because he's expecting this, this bearded old man. Yeah. Um, but in fact, it's a green frog. Yes, like the real Karl Marx. Yes, a green frog. <laughs> we all think we all think he was, was a man. Yeah, yeah, he was a man. He was no, a he was a frog. Mm-hmm. He was a very wise frog. Um, and so, God, this is going to make a lot of people angry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good. I'm cross with Star Wars fans. <laughs> and uh, what's what's your Marx got to say for himself? All the same stuff as Yoda does. He's, yeah. He doesn't say anything anyway. Yeah. Like in the in the main one, he just platitudes, isn't it? It's like, oh, the darkness is gonna lose against the light. Yeah. All that kind of, you know, boring stuff. Well, this is this is the thing that uh, Han Solo gets away, um, or f- flies off 
flies off to meet his his mate. This yeah. this um, who who I, who I think talks a bit about miners' unions <laughs> <laughs> in Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Uh, Lando Calrissian, yeah. head of a head of a mining uh, mining guild. Um, played by um, Donald Glover. I was going to say um, uh, Levi Burton, but sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Donald Glover because uh, he was good in the solo. He movie. was good in the solo. Movie. Um, We've already done Han, so why not? Yeah, and he's just like uh, <laughs> Han and Leia are just like, well, well, the rebel base is. We're, we're looking for a job, mate. Yeah, we're looking for a job, and he's just like. Well, I've got one. It, it pays well. Uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good union representation. Yeah. And uh, and and he's, he's, he's like, yeah, I've got one. You 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 know, you got to pay a lot of union dues and, and and that sort of thing. But yeah. well, I can get you into it totally. Yeah. Like, the job he's talking about is handing Han over to, to, to the Empire. Well, this, is a, this is a thing, and he's just like, I've just made a deal that will increase employment opportunities forever. And yeah. he opens that door, and it's uh, William Shatner in his one-man band outfit. <laughs> so he's facing away from the door, yeah. right? So you can just see the big drum, yeah. and the camera zooms in through the doors, and he's there talking to some employee, employees, yeah. right? And you hear... <laughs> Handbags and glad rags by Stereophonics plays, <laughs> and um, and William Shatner's like, oh no, you're you're gonna love this. It starts dancing like David Brent. Um, I know. I was gonna say. I was like, where have I heard handbag handbags and glad rags from? Oh, it's the Office. So, it's the English Office opening title. So it? he's trying to manage these people. Well, and, and this is something we're forgetting about. Um, something we're forgetting about. Uh, Empire Strikes Back yeah. is the inclusion of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, forget about him. Don't yeah, you? an uh, outside contractor. An outside contractor <laughs> um, who I'm I'm pretty sure we could cast as Gwendolyn Christie. Sure, yeah, from uh, from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Purely just to anger people. Yeah. Just purely purely for the podcast reasons to make people angry. Totally agree. If you're listening and you disagree <laughs> that Boba Fett should be a woman, like Zip yeah, it. Zip it. <laughs> We're in charge now. We're in charge of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Always have been. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, we we made the decision to have the strange cognitive dissonance between the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that was us on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you don't like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that as the tagline for this movie. <laughs> If you don't Just, like it, you don't like it. It's gonna be on the poster with <laughs> William Shatner and then a, a court with a harmonica in his mouth and it's gonna say Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back if you don't like it. I, I'm gonna try my best to, to make the poster look the most like the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> with all the additions we've made. <laughs> Okay, all right. So we should be, we should we should bring this around to uh, like so. Gwendolyn Christie yeah. is going to uh, what does I Boba mean, Fett even do in that she, movie? She just tracks him down. Yeah, and he's uh, Boba Fett is there to get Han Solo back to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other the other sort of side of the coin of yeah. 
sort of organised crime. Yes. Uh, yeah. Outside contractors. Mm. Um, and uh, we're going to paint Jabber as a. Uh, yeah, he'll be he'll yeah he'll be he'll be an overseas contractor as Jabba, you know, <laughs> yeah, like out, yeah. uh, outsourcing a hedge fund manager. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm thinking like outsourcing, like you know, oh, your jobs are all going to the huts. Yeah, you know, like like China or like made like like that sort of thing. That, that kind of the narrative that they get you, you get fed in um uh, in America, where yeah. it's like, well, if you don't do the job for this amount, I'll just have to take the entire factory to China. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's it. <laughs> so it's like. Um, As it, because Jabba Hutt's mentioned in uh, in A New Hope. Yeah. McClunky guy. M- yeah, the McClunky <laughs> Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, Gwendolyn Christie ships a hand off to, uh, to get <laughs> pressed into shape. Yeah. <laughs> it's and not have carbonite. A little, have a little, little, little made on Tatooine stamp put on his forehead. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and while he's doing his Jedi training with uh, with Yar Marks, yeah. um, he's seeing visions, and his friends they're putting, putting minimum wage jobs with no no benefits yeah. and no no security. Oh yeah, yeah. I tell you what, yeah. that's oh. So you, wait, so you're on back on the planet, they're all uh, like layers to have doing this. Or yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I was gonna say that um, uh, on. Uh, is it Endor? No, it's not Endor. What's the what's where where's where's Yarmarks? What planet's he uh, on? Dagobah. Dagobah. Yeah. On Dagobah, um, Yoda shows like sp- him a spirit vision yeah. of all like people knocking uh, signs onto onto a wall, being like, "We'll do work for food, any job, no to- no job too small." I fucking love this because I forgot about the scene where he. Smashes Darth Vader's head open, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, Luke Skywalker. It's the yeah. same scene except he smashes Darth Vader's head open. Yeah. Uh, just cuts off William Shatner's head, <laughs> and money just shoots out. <laughs> yes. And he and the sort of interpretation of it is just like at the top of the pyramid. That's it's the it's the and and uh, Luke falls to his knees and starts just shoveling the money into his mouth. <laughs> Well, well dollars. This, this is the thing. He comes to the realization that it's the that's the sort of um, upper class elite that yeah. have all the money, yeah. and control the employment. I like this this vision though. We are gonna we're gonna have that shot by David Lynch, yeah, because it's gonna be more abstract than yeah, it yeah. was on, on in in the in the uh, one we're uh, we're redoing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when 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 he cuts off when he smashes open like a pinata, <laughs> William Shatner's head, yeah. Like it'll fracture like like a piggy bank, yeah. And American dollar bills will shoot out like a geyser, like you said, yeah. And then Luke is there scooping dollars into his mouth, yeah. Um, like like he can't control himself, yeah, yeah. And he's he's like, what am I doing? My friends, they're out there. (laughs) (laughs) Working minimum wage jobs will be could be reclaiming the means of production. And Yar Marx is like, no, you need, to- you need to study theory. <laughs> He's like, no, I've got, I've got to. Basically, the same plot beat of the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, you need to read Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> you need to read the rest of my books. You need to know all the theory there is to I, know. I can't be bothered with that. I need to act. I want to do something. Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer, and then just flies off. <laughs> <laughs> With his jet boots called the Force, and then yeah, and then and then obviously that they they get away. Yeah, uh, that they're, they're off. Um, 
because I think there's the trap laid for laid yeah. for Luke Skywalker, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why in this film this is happening, but I, I think uh, I mean, it's the same same reason he knows that he's got the Force. Yeah, which it turns out the Force is the ability to play in a one man band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what he's been learning from from Jarl Marx. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been learning about uh, economic and political theory, yeah, and how to play a one-man band, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and how to play the harmonica, and how to play the harmonica, and, and William Shatner. Uh, what's the big reveal? You because this is the one. This is the episode where he's just like, "Luke, I am your father." Yeah, of course. Well, so what? What I'll say is that um, Luke's been learning to play electric guitar, oh, right? Yeah. Because you see. We need to we remember the one man band thing is an is an allegory for what Anakin has lost. Yeah, you know he's a he's a a, a kind of broken man. He's more he's shell. more machine now than man. Exactly, and in this case, it's because he can't play guitar anymore because he hurt his hands. Yeah, so he's got to play the one man band situation <laughs> um, uh, with horns and and yeah. and drums and the harmonica, which yeah. you don't need you, like fine control for. He's Luke been, Skywalker yeah. still has the ability to put a band together. Yeah, exactly. Darth Vader does not. Darth yeah. Vader is really a one man band, and I think it's the power of friendship, the power of unity. Yeah. That will save the galaxy. Yes, I think so. You're right. Um, yeah. But the, I can't remember the. I can't. I can't think of the reveal. <laughs> is it just still? I'm your father. <laughs> I, I used. Know. I used to be in a band like you. <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal. The big reveal is that Darth Vader was an aspiring musician once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a you will end up like You're, me. This is what's going to happen to you, yeah. The it system, is, I had ideals and the system chews you up and spits it's you like, out. No, no, and then jumps off that thing into, <laughs> uh, into, into that pit, yeah. playing an incredible guitar solo as he does. <laughs> but it's it's not like a lightsaber battle, it's a, it's a battle of the bands. <laughs> Like in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this. Uh, he's got this electric guitar, and he's playing. And and Darth Vader is just too good because he's he's got five instruments. I have a, a, a contra picture that I yeah. would like. Uh, in this case, Luke wins, but not by any 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 sort of merit of like he did it better. Mm. What happens is um, Luke's going like, and then um, you know Shatner's going, <laughs> and then Chewbacca turns around, yeah. a la the Donnie and Marie Star Wars special, yeah. and then um, uh, Darth Vader says, "You'll never capture me. I swear by the power of my Force," and then runs away off off stage. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I guess we could have done anything with it. Like, yeah. I mean, we've, we've stuck to the plot of, of Empire Strikes Back pretty well. Yeah. Changed a few things to make it better. Yeah, to make it clearly better. Yeah, but here we are. I swear on the power of my... Tony the Tiger is voicing him in this one. Like, like, in this case, like, only in that last scene. Yeah. Right, only while he's saying, you'll never capture me. I swear by the power of my force. Yeah, and I, I love how he's just like, how Chatler in interviews is just like, well, I did Star Trek really well. I, uh, I thought I would just go and do Star Wars as well. Uh, put all the... Put all the... I, I, I heard a lot of... Uh, of uh, arguments over which was better, Star Wars or 
in Star Trek. <laughs> well, now everyone can agree. Everyone loves me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone does love Shatner at the yeah. end of this. It's yeah. great. He's uh, a resounding success. So there we are. That's The Empire Strikes Back. If you don't like this, you don't love Star Wars. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I can't think of a better version of The, uh, the Empire Strikes Back than that. Yeah. To be honest. It's darker than the first one, isn't it? <laughs> It's got, it's got, it's got more adult themes. It's got, it's got. I would say political themes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, you know what? The political themes are just more explicit in mm. this. You know, it already had anti-fascist themes. Yeah. Star Wars fans, take note. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no Somehow you no need to take note. <laughs> no one's listening. No, no fascists are listening to our podcast. No, now, no. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> But, uh, uh, but yeah, they already had anti-fascist themes. Now it just has anti-capitalist themes as well. So if you enjoyed our version of, of The Empire Strikes Back, um, you, can, uh, you can please, please, please share this podcast with your best Star, Star Wars, Wars fan friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the Star Wars group, share it there. Yeah. Share it with anyone you love who likes Star Wars. <laughs> And watch their face. Um, but if, uh, if 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 that job's done, yeah. uh, or indeed you want to help us out in any other way, you can always go over to if you want us to keep doing things like this, uh, upsetting them. What what do they call it? Um, disrupting quo. the market. Yeah, yeah. For Star Wars yeah. Uh, media. Um, I mean, I don't think we're disrupting the market. I think we're just upsetting. We might people. upset some people. Yeah. We're disrupting the market in that there's no one doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, if you want to do that, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast give us a little bit of money each month we absolutely uh respect and love those of you who who, who can't afford to or or just like it's it, we know it's an expense that sometimes you don't need mm. but uh we really really appreciate those of you who spend uh, spend money and, and and just help the podcast keep going mm. um and of course that's why we give you bonus pitches for that and also uh, read your name out every week because yeah. it, it, it's it's important to us that you are part of of the process so um uh, with that said uh the people who are were part of the process this week are brandon spanky mills how many of these bisque dragon eggs are there? Well, including the ones at the lab, exactly 400. 400? Uh, Mr. Bigfoot, we've been successful. Yesterday's glemule is gone, and today's glemule is tomorrow. <laughs> Jeremy Elkayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. The time you later pooped out a little message. Beware 400. Call the prime... Time Primister, sorry. Um, James Delaney... Sorry for me, uh, mis, mispronouncing your name, your real name. Um, James Delaney. Brondra, he's gone. You have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? Paul Van gather the children and head south. The busk weep horn has risen. Brent Black. We have to flee to Porvonia. All of the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth. The council is ready. Praise 400. Your mysterious benefactor, Joseph Hegarty. Mighty Primcident, we're de detecting record levels of glemule in every time stream. We have to call Petvis. Frankie Chonky Monkey, the funky Chunky Monkey. Jimmy. <laughs> Tom loves that one. Yeah, I like that one. Jimmy, you have to help me stop your son. I'm sorry I didn't go back far enough, but we have to take him and his company down. Welcome to the Bisque Avengers. Alex NSFW. Carl, the tests are conclusive. You seem to be immune to jumbling. We could use this. Nikki Hindmarch, operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix. We need a hacker. 
Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden, MW, and Tom, let's make it movie-related, whatever it is. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, a lot of lovely people, um, who, who uh, I'm sure agree with all of our Star Wars opinions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you want to be part of that list, go to patreon.com forward slash life's a podcast and pledge $1 a month uh, to be read out. Yes. Yeah. Um, you too can join the cult of Bisque. <laughs> That's uh, what we call them. Yeah. Or, or just be one of the people who've got just their actual name in there just, yeah. for, just for the fun. They're also part of the cult of Bisque. They just yeah. don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is. Yeah. They just don't know it yet. Um, so we end the show as we always do with the Yes, Very Clever one, which is a weird one. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, because we were only accepting real movie titles. This yeah, it's, it's always strange when we do one like this. <laughs> it's just like, what, what do we do? And uh, I think I'm just going to give it to someone who's given us one that's just like, oh yeah, well this definitely just needs remaking. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's from all the webs of stage, and they've given us Cats. Cats. Oh yeah, that really re- needs remaking. Yeah. Fair enough, all the webs are stage. <laughs> you got us there. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, so, until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>